Good morning. How's everybody doing? It's Monday, October 25th. Nice autumn morning. I Is it fall? I'm pretty sure it's fall, right? I don't know. I don't uh, I don't subscribe to all this seasonal stuff. I I don't know the dates. I don't know the uh, the switching dates. But it feels like fall. Uh, we had a little cold snap or a cool snap, if we want to be technical. Down here in Florida last week, uh, how was everybody's weekend? Did you have a nice, relaxing, comfortable? Probably not, but neither did I and no one else. So unless you're, if you're any human being above the age of, I don't know, 27, you probably didn't have a nice, chill weekend unless you're 60 or above because then you every day's no different from the last just like a just like a little kid only with uh with money and easier to um i don't know be annoyed with <laughs> oh speaking of being annoyed with old people uh we have um of course just like every episode my mother listens to mother mother listens to every episode, and uh, well, she has some things to say. Thanks everybody for joining us on the podcast. This is the morning show, Road Soda Morning Show. I'm your host Isaiah Cooper. Thanks everybody for coming out. Uh, this is now going on the third week in a row. What we're doing this? This is if every Monday through Friday, wake up with a road soda just like a just like your degenerate dad used to you know the one that used to hit you <laughs> um this is the show where um everything's made up and the points don't matter wait no i think that's a different show this is the show where we just do some jokes i write some new jokes every day or present new jokes well we'll see about that and uh we do some news and I send you on your way. You can get rid, uh, get rid, get into the rest of your day with just uh, at least something humorous, something fun to think about. And Barb always a big part of the show. We actually uh, did get a couple of of write-ins. So one from a uh, mother, mother wrote in, and also one from uh, a very popular listener, Mr. Grant. So let's uh, get into this. First of all, Barb refuses to use the email. She refuses to use the email roadsodamail at gmail.com. If you write in today, you'll be on the show tomorrow. This is the flip around. You don't have to wait a week like all these other podcasts. You know, it's shit. Um, and you can also call into the show 706-200-1213. Barb doesn't do either of those things. She insists on Facebook Messenger. I think she's just happy she's got the Facebook figured out. That's the only thing these old whippersnappers, these, these, what do, what do we call a whippersnapper? Because that's a word for an old, how about a gipper splanker? Gipper splanker. I don't know. <laughs> it will be an old person. She <laughs> messaged me on she listens to every episode and always has something to say. As she says, are you getting senile? R-E 
which I don't know what that means, colon, <laughs> masturbating in front of the dog. Uh, so if you didn't listen to Friday's episode or Thursday's episode, I had a joke about a, my dog. And, of course, um, Barb had, wrote in, was like, I don't like the sex jokes. They make me feel unco- Wait, that's not her voice. I don't like the sex jokes. They make me uncomfortable. Um, also not her voice, but you get the idea, right? <laughs> and I was like, what are you talking about? What sex jokes are you talking about? And she's like, but the thing is she used the word sex issues, made it sound like I'm having sexual problems. So maybe a bad choice of words. And I said, I don't know what you're talking about because of that. So, and she said, today you say that was a brand new joke. I wrote, I wrote that one yesterday. Um, you do realize that was the second time you told that joke. Yeah. Yeah. So I brought the joke up and said it. And, um, I don't, if I'm remembering correctly, I wrote it one day and then you commented on, on the next day. And then the day after that, I told the joke again, just so that people would understand the context for which you wrote in about. Um, but if I did tell it two times in a row, that is because I added to the joke. I, but I don't believe I did if I remember correctly. But who knows? I am a man. Mother, I am a man. So you know how stupid I can be. Um, you do. And she wrote, um, I'm not just saying it this time. I know I've said it a lot this episode. I've already been listening to myself. But she wrote that one. Um, You do realize that was the second time you told that joke. You had already given us that gem on Tuesday. I'm surprised she didn't put gem in quotes. 1019. Wow. Cited the date and everything. So hearing it yet again on Thursday, 1021. Yeah, so that was Tuesday I said it. Wednesday you commented on it. On it. I don't know, man. She's, I don't know. I listen to them all too, but you never know. So hearing it yet again means it was not brand new to us, your listeners. I think there's supposed to be a comma there. I'm not the, I'm a journey. No, no, I'm an apprentice. I'm lower than an apprentice when it comes to English grammar. I am worse at English grammar than Russian trolls are. Uh, And of course, another reason why it was so torturous for me to listen to. I love you, honey. So that's why, because I told it twice, that's why it was so hard for her to listen to it. Sorry. My B. All right. Okay. Uh, But also, we had um, Grant, and he wrote into the the show, because I'm always saying... Uh, if you have anything you want to say, any comments, if you're like, hey, show sucks, um, you should go find a cliff. Go find the nearest cliff and get going. Or anything of the sort, you can write in. Or you could be like, hey, I thought that joke was funny. You can also write in to the show. And that's what Grant did. He actually did it because he listens to where you're supposed to send it. Roadsodamail at gmail.com. He said, thanks for the heads up. I avoided it. And he added a photo of, um, it looks like a Cafe Bustello coffee maker. And so that's all it's spitting out is just motor oil, gasoline, 
uh, fermented in, used to ferment diarrhea. diarrhea. But it also looks like it could be at a hotel or at a work or at somewhere. I'm not sure where exactly uh, that is. But he said, thanks for the heads up. I avoided it. Also, this is, uh, he said, spend the same amount of time on the show, but produce half the minutes. Okay. So right now is when the show should be ending because we're at uh, eight minutes and 30 seconds, <laughs> which it'll be a little longer when the we have the intro and the outro. But we should probably end it right about now. Well, thanks, everybody, for coming out to the show. Have a good one. I'm just kidding. There's more email. He said um, more planning would equal a tighter show slash easier to daily listen to. 10 or 15 minutes consistently. Hard to keep current otherwise. Good luck and hope you feel better. And that's because on Tuesday of last week, it was like a really short show. And I was like, yo, I'm just doing this to get it to get her out there because I'm exhausted. Multiple days kind of just staying up, in the, uh, staying up late, waking up early for work doing all everything I can. And, um, I just needed to, it was hard out. That was my peak. So or not my peak. That was definitely my Valley is what that was. Thank you, Grant. Thank you. That is good advice. So obviously I am, uh, reading it on this, on this episode here. So this episode will probably be, again, closer to 30 minutes. However, I think that is a really good idea. And I want to do uh, maybe like sit right in the middle of like 12 minutes. That's what he said, 10 to, to 15. And I want to try that out. I will try that out because I do understand that people who do listen to podcasts, they have podcasts that they like that come out once a week. And most of them come out like on a couple different days. So they have like an order that they listen and listen to them to. And it you got it figured out in your own schedule that you, you fill the week with all the podcasts you listen to. So if I'm if you only have a 20 minute drive to work and you want to listen to a little bit of your podcast that you've been listening to for so long, it's hard if I give you a 30 minute podcast that you listen to every day. And then you'll never get to the one you like. So I, I do, that makes sense. I am an avid podcast listener and I am doing this because I'm, I have an abil- I have the ability to listen to podcasts for almost 40 hours a week. So I'm just, it's a different perspective, but I def, I've been in the other perspective, so I get it. So uh, from, we'll, I'll, I will try that out for, let's do it for a couple weeks and just see how it feels, put a little more planning um, the jokes, the articles, and just right around now is when we end the show. So thank you very much, man. You can also write in the show or call into the show, uh, mail at gmail.com, and uh, heck, anything you want to say. Or call, leave a message, 706-200-1213, and we'll, you'll, I'll, I'll play it here on the show. Road Soda, the morning show. Top of the morning to everybody. Yeah, it's a beautiful day, October 25th, Monday morning. Hope everyone, all right. And then, of course, if um, this is my favorite part of the show, 
is the joke session. This is the part of the show that I wouldn't tell my therapist about out of fear of being carted away and put into a facility uh, because essentially I am telling stand-up jokes that when you would tell a joke, you would hope for some kind of laugh or feedback instantly. That's how you know it works. And <laughs> I'm doing different ones every week. Barb thinks I'm not. If I didn't, I apologize. I I would say that it was because I added to the joke. So that would be the only reason I told the joke again. I'm sorry, uh, but I don't think I <laughs> I don't think I did. So let's get going. These are Monday's jokes, October 25th. <clears throat> they have edible grass that's made to be used. Let me start over. Let me let me let's get reset. Okay. They have edible grass that's made to be used as filler in Easter baskets. They have edible grass that's made to be used as filler in Easter baskets. How many kids had to eat the plastic grass for that to be created? Had to be a lot. Jeez, you'd, you'd think making it poison grass would have been better. Here's an idea. How about edible peeps? How about just making the peeps edible? <laughs> I like McDonald's because they have great value. Not moral. Monetary. Definitely monetary. They have great monetary value. Yeah. I've eaten a lot of chicken fingers. Never seen a chicken knuckle. I worry about it, though. You know, finding a chicken knuckle. I'm sure in some country, it's their favorite part. Some kind of chicken knuckle stew. I don't know. Um, everybody's town has at least one closed down sonic shell. Little building, long parking rows, sunbeat plastic signs. Smell of vomit still light in the air. You know, maybe like before it rains or something. <laughs> Smell mixed in with the pavement. Everyone, everyone's got a sonic shell. Which is funny because they still play the commercials. I don't think anyone has told marketing that the restaurant doesn't exist anymore. They're fucking with us, man. Getting us all hot and bothered for those mac and cheese bites, and we had nowhere to get them. I don't know. Maybe there are, uh, maybe they're not all gone. But let me tell you if your town still has a functioning Sonic, it's not a good town. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but that's probably the only thing that exists in your town. Get out of that town. Just get out of that town. <laughs> All right, everybody. Those are my jokes for today. That's what I've got. They made sense, right? Do you like them? <laughs> I need to get on stage and tell this shit to, to like live real people fucking quick because I'm going insane, man. Um, those are the jokes. I like the jokes. And all of these are 
these ones were are jokes that I've I writ I writ I wrote in the past, but I did I rewrote them, I fluffed them up, I worked with them. So these are better iterations of those past jokes. So there you go, everybody. Let's go to the news. What is a morning show without a little bit of news? We're going to CNN for this news article here. Uh, Meet the 15-year-old blind quarterback hoping to reach the NFL. (laughs) Um, Does anybody have the heart? Does anybody have the heart to set this poor boy straight? (laughs) It's going to happen sooner or later. And uh, this does come to us from CNN. And all of the news articles, if you would like to read them for yourself or read along with the show, they are down in the details of the show. So you can go ahead and click the links and check out those articles. But, uh, yeah. (laughs) Jason Bracey. Also, his name, Jason, is spelled J-A-S-E-N. Right, yeah. Jason, Jason, all right, is unstoppable when he's on the football field, probably because he's on the wrong field. He's a little blind boy. How does he, how do you even like football as like a, how do you even like picture what the game is about as a blind person? Like, how do you know, like, what the plays are, where, like, that is so insane. And he, (laughs) he's not like a lineman who just has to find a guy and tackle him. Maybe, I don't know, (laughs) using like some kind of (laughs) echo sonar, like a bat or something, (laughs) like a dolphin or bat, (laughs) but echolocation, that's what it is, dude. But he's throwing the ball. He's throwing the ball. They've got to be, like, the worst team, right? I don't know, man. This is hard. The 15-year-old Modesto Raiders starting starting Coder in Modesto, California. Look, that is, oh, my God. That's not, like, a super white area. You know, it is California. So for him to be, like, their best choice, this has got to be the worst team, right? And a merciless, merciless. He has no mercy. He is void, less of any mercy. Has none. When it, but he, if you could just get him going in the right direction, you know, he really gets it. <laughs> Passing the ball, running touchdown, and breaking tackles of his own team. I never used even. I never used even once that I can't see as an excuse never have never will because you don't need to (laughs) don't need to you're like man if I could just my arm my throat just isn't far enough and everyone's sitting in the room looking at each other with that look like "Eh." yeah Jason (laughs) if only your arm was stronger you know (laughs) what if the whole thing's a prank (laughs) okay hear me out what if they just have him like in the end zone and they've taught him that in football it's just like he just I don't know dude like he just has a super awesome o line and he like never gets touched like there's no one there and then like the real they have like the real <laughs> quarterback is actually on the field making the passes and everything doing it but he's like maybe on the sidelines and they're like downside hut and then he's 
just runs backwards and he throws the ball and everyone cheers for him. He's like, I'm the best quarterback for this team. I'm a starting quarterback on this team. And everyone's just like, does not have the heart. Everybody's like, dude, this kid is a gem. He is the sweetest little boy in the world. You shut the fuck up. All right. He's the starting. There are colleges that are coming to him. This is crazy. I told my team that the only difference between me and the other quarterbacks, whoo, I'm excited for what this says, is that he has a different number, and that's it. No. I'm sorry, Jason, but that is not it. (laughs) (laughs) The difference between me and these other asshole quarterbacks here is just a number. I'm not hindered by my eyes, even the, a little. Con, dude, tripping on the field. You don't think he rolls his ankles just like you, – you th- how much tape do you think is put on this kid's ankles? huh? The young star grew up enjoying the sport three days a week every time football season came around with his father narrating every detail immediately. Jason says he knew that was his passion. So his dad just narrated to him. How good of a narrator is his That's what I want to know. As amazing as it is that a blind kid is the fucking quarterback, and we should save this. We should cycle back. We should circle back in, like, a few months or years to see where he's at next season. But, like, let's let's get that guy on the fucking radio because this guy, his dad, is narrating so well. That his blind son is now able to go out and be a starting quarterback. Granted, he's 15 years old. But still, that's how good his narration was? What? Why do we even need video? All right, guys. uh, That's enough of that article. Let's move on to the next article. This one is jail for volleyball coach who was caught after meth meant for drug abuser, delivered the wrong flat. Why? That is such a convoluted... This comes to us from the Straits Times. I don't know who you are, but you kind of sucks. It's straitstimes.com. It's hard to say, phonetically unpleasing to listen to, all that stuff. Uh, Your mumble-jumble headline really sucks. It could be like, volleyball coach dealing meth sent product to wrong flat how how hard was that this is so all right singapore Ooh, buddy that is a problem in singapore <laughs> holy shit singapore will give you like will like execute you for enough weed you know like they are so strict on all drugs except for alcohol and maybe the like something you you will be prescribed it is you're crazy the punishment is crazy. They do not fuck around in Singapore when it comes to drugs. A volleyball coach who used courier firm Lullamove to deliver a package containing methamphetamine to a drug abuser. They don't even call it a customer or anything. It's almost like they're making it worse for the guy that's buying it. It's like the other guy, what the other guy's just trying to make money. The real piece of shit is the dude buying it, the abuser, that asshole was caught after the delivery man sent it to another flat by mistake. Ooh. Yeah. That's how it happens. 
It's fucking Lala move. I would sue. I would sue. I would sue. After receiving the package in May last year, a woman alerted the police who managed to track down Marvin Chu Zwan Han. He was suspended from coaching three months later. Oh, poor guy. Thought they would like execute him. Uh, the 37 year old Singaporean was on Thursday sentenced to two years jail after he pleaded guilty to one count of drug possession. Bro, I'm sorry. I just thought that. I was told they like cut your hand off for weed in Singapore. Or maybe it was somewhere in South Korea. And here I am reading almost three paragraphs later. That is not the case or even close to the case. And I do apologize, everybody. This just goes to show you shouldn't. Uh, everything I say is a joke. Okay, here we go. <laughs> he also admitted to two drug consumption charges. Nah. See, that's see that's not illegal in America. It's not illegal in America to be on drugs. You could be intoxicated in public, but that's it. You're just a nuisance. You're out in public. You're a nuisance. But you can do as much. If you had a pound of weed outside of your body, you could be put in jail for life federally. If you had a pound of weed inside of your body, nobody could do anything about it at all. Nobody could literally do anything. You're, it's not illegal to be on drugs. <laughs> it's not illegal to be high, man. But there, they're like, if it was illegal to be high, every single bum you would ever see would be in jail. So, and that's probably the reason why it's not illegal to be high. <laughs> it's, the government just cares when you sell it and you, there's no taxes paid. That's, they're like, hey, buddy, where's my cut? That's, that's really, they don't care. They don't care otherwise. Just take it. It's, it's the guy selling it they care about. Assistant public, I don't know. Enough of that. You can read the rest of that article. Um, I think we got it. I thought this guy would get executed. I don't know. We don't know. <laughs> I think they should execute him. Fuck. Sold, he, he delivered meth to a nice old lady on accident. Next article. Last article. And then we'll get you guys out of here and on for the rest of your day. And remember, tomorrow when you come back, I'm going to do uh, between 10 to 15 minutes. Keep it tighter. Get us in and out. And we'll see how that goes, okay? Uh, it goes without saying that both hands should be on the wheel. I'm sorry. Let's start with the uh, uh, title. I'm sorry, folks. A driver in Burlington caught playing flute with both hands, police says. Don't get excited, mother. It is not Burlington, Vermont. I think it's Oklahoma. <laughs> and it took me so long to find that out because it only says the town's name everywhere. I really had to look hard. I even went to the police, uh, the regional police Twitter page because that's where this article is, comes from. Like they original t originally tweeted about it. And even there it just says uh, Halton Regional Police. It's like Halton what? Oklahoma? Vermont? What? what? But it is. It's. Uh, I believe it is Oklahoma, I think. It goes without saying that your hand should be on the wheel when driving, but police in Burlington say they caught a flutist fluting that rule on Wednesday. <laughs> Maybe it was just like a prostitute, and she claim her lawyer is saying it's a skin flute to lessen some charges, to keep it to get it from prostitution down to just. Uh, 
you know, reckless driving or whatever. <laughs> Dude, how, who's playing flute? Who's that hardcore flute where they're like, I need to practice while driving? In a tweet, Halton Regional Police said they spotted a driver playing his flute. Oh, it was his own flute, huh? Not a lot of people can do that. Kudos, guy. Kudos. Good on you. You do yoga too? I bet. I bet you do. You know that whole thing about Manson taking his ribs out so he can play his own flute? I think that's fake. It's all yoga. Um, <laughs> well, then it happened approximately 4 p.m. Um, Dundas Street, CST, Steve Elms told CTV News Toronto. Maybe it's in fucking Toronto. I don't know where this is. Email that the driver, a man in his 40s, what a loser, single. He is single. There's no way a man practicing his flute while driving has any female presence in his entire life. Was initially stopped at a red light and playing the instrument. Okay, that's not as bad. When the light turned green, however, Elm said he continued playing while driving. For how long? Was it like the first two seconds? Who gives a shit? He just needs to finish that song, baby. He needs to get that tune out. Officers admit they originally expected to see a cell phone in his hands, but he's like, no, officer. <laughs> it's not a cell phone I'm playing with. That's just my flute. <laughs> you know, I like blowing it in traffic, blowing my flute, making a little noise. <laughs> Police added the driver was also following along to an iPod at the same at the time of the alleged infraction. Who calls it an iPod? The fact, unless it actually was an iPod, which don't exist anymore, by the way. It's only iPhones. When was the last time you, you saw an iPod, which means this guy probably has a flip phone or a Nokia, little Nokia brick, and his iPod has some kind of jazz he's trying to follow along with. He is not married. There is no woman in his life where he's like, you know, it's super important playing flute. Yeah, I got to I just got to play my flute. No lady in his life. I'm sorry, bub. All right, everybody. I think that's enough. <laughs> it, we are right at 30 minutes, a little bit longer with the intro and the outro, but I hope everybody had a great weekend and I hope I set you off on this Monday, October 25th, right? Uh, thank you, Grant, for writing in, and I'm glad all my PSAs about Cafe Bushido finally rang true from somebody for somebody. And, um, you know, he did uh, not drink the juice of the devil himself. So that's good. Thank you, everybody, again. Uh, thank you to my, my mother. Thank you, mother. And... Hope you guys have a great day. We'll catch you tomorrow. 